Well, here we go. Fork Sports Highway for the 22nd of June. The Reds are streaking. Matt, complete game. Ryan for the Twins. Chris Paul to the Warriors. Porzinski to the Boston. And the NBA draft kicks off tonight. All kinds of action. So what do you think, Bill? William? Well, it's pretty exciting out here at the fairgrounds. Yeah, at the fairgrounds, the Greater Grand Forks County Fair. You know, they do an awful lot to keep this thing uh, operating. Uh, I know um, uh, GFBS had uh, the, the, the gals in earlier last week to talk about everything they do to put the fair on. And uh, no, there's a lot of work goes into it. Uh, so we've got myself, uh, the legend Bill Deutsch over here, and we've got our analyst, uh, Dale, expert analyst, Dale Kulas, uh, and producer. And then we've got our uh, primary producer director, Paul Kronelka, in the house over here. Um, we're not sure if we're going to have the delightful Raven Carlson with us tonight. Um, she might be building wind turbines or something. I don't know. But uh, we'll, we'll grab some folks out here at some point and, and ask some sports questions, I think. Uh, we've got lots going on, though. Um, I don't know, Bill, did you listen to the the Twins game today? I actually did. I, I listened to most of it, and then I, I didn't realize it was a complete game until then I flipped back over to it um, to hear the end of it. Yeah, I, I knew they were playing, but I just didn't turn it on, and then I forgot about it. Well, they shut out the Red Sox six to nothing today, and Matt Ryan got a complete game, which I believe is the first complete game in the Twins organization in five years. And you know how rare complete games are in baseball these days. There was one little clarification to it. It wasn't a it, it was a complete game, but they said a, a complete game shutout. So there may have been others, but without a shutout. But uh, 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 yeah, yeah, I was trying to do that, but then it does this. <laughs> so this is my little compromise. But, uh, oh, well, there, there we go. My mic's being a little evil. But, uh, yeah, live at the Grand Forks, uh, Greater Grand Forks Fair. Well, you know, yeah, and, and, you know, the thing about complete games is that these days pitchers are only required to get through, like, about five innings as a starting pitcher. And then everybody's got their three-man, you know, a, a, a middle they have a pitch count, don't they? Well, there's a pitch count, but then there's a, a middle or innings clock, you mean, right? A, yeah. a, a middle innings reliever, uh, a, a setup man, and a closer. So get through five innings, turn it over to a guy to pitch six, seven, one guy to pitch eight, and then the last guy to pitch nine is typically how it's supposed to go. But, I mean, even, even in the best case scenarios, the teams, the ones with the highest payrolls, it doesn't work out for them even. And, you know, it's so rare that we see complete games. Even I went to a, just a Red Hawks game, and I saw a complete game. And, and the Red Hawks lost, but just the, the pitcher had a very poor first, like, two innings. And, but he was able to turn it around, and the Red Hawks were able to step up their offense. And, and I was just rooting him along because I was just keeping tracks like of uh, stats like a nerd there. And I'm like, wow, this is the same pitcher all inning long. And by the end of the game, even though they were down, and I was just happy. I was, like, standing up and just, it's just I mean – Seeing a, a no-hitter is one thing. A perfect game, that's an even rarer uh, miracle to see in person. But just to see a complete game is, is a whole other feat. Well, Buxton hit a pretty long home run or something. A couple right? of them. Couple, a couple of long home runs. And then Korea had one I also. Heard, I heard him say that it was a, 
must have been the longest. I don't know if it's the longest one ever, but it was the longest one. This well, it was year a tape. Sure. It was a tape measure job for sure for him. And you know, he's taken a lot of heat in the media the last couple of weeks because of the bum knees, and he hasn't played a lick of outfield yet this season. Well, they say he's not. He, he can't. Well, no, he can't because I, I think he's. They're, they're, they've already been, you know, and, and Minneapolis media is about as brutal as any in all of cross sports. Oh, not anywhere close to New York. Well, no, no. The New York and Philadelphia are, are, are in a category all by themselves. I mean, because they will beat you down even when you're doing well. And, and you know, it, you know, Byron Buxton, Baldelli was asked in a post-game press conference just a few days ago, they're like, hey, will we see Buxton in the, in the outfield at all this year? And they're just like, his knees can't handle it. He was no. just straight up with them. No, and, and, and that's, the, you know, he's a guy with a big, heavy contract, too. Yeah. And, and you know, if you're not going to get 100 games out of a guy when you're throwing all that money at him, I, there, there's a lot of talk about, well, number one, Baldelli should be fired before these two wins against the Red Sox. That was a lot of talk was, gee, we got to fire him, we got to fire him. And then the other thing is just trade Buxton now while well, you can get value for him. I mean, no, well, it seems like a lot of the talk with some, uh, I, I've been seeing in recent, it's like this last month, there's been a push to trade away Max Kepler, but because uh, <laughs> he's been so good, underperforming good, this year. Good luck. There's you're like no value gonna, for you him. You might get some baseball cards for him. He did get like two home runs in like the last, uh, not including today's games, the two previous Miami games. Yeah. about a buck 20? Yeah, he's been. Something like that? He's he, unfortunately having a very poor he's year. He's German, isn't he? Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, but I know. You no, know, we were talking about Byron Buxton up until like yesterday. Uh, today, great game, two home runs. I saw a little stat there. You mentioned their their monster home runs. Uh, both home runs were the first two home runs to hit for at least 460 feet since Statcast started tracking like the distances well, yeah, for every home run over the last nine years. Well, I didn't watch the game. I was listening to it on the radio. You know what I did catch of it. Um, no, you know the Twins. Uh, well, they had a walk-off last night against the Red Sox. Well, I know they had won last night. Yeah, it was a walk-off in the bottom yeah. of the ninth. That wasn't a home run, I don't believe. But I it think was... it was extra innings. Yeah, 10th tenth, oh, tenth tenth inning. Yeah, 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 yeah. walk-off in the 10th inning, yeah. And and so Boston handled, hand, handled them fairly easily the first two games, bombed on them, and, and then the Twins came back with the walk-off, and then the big win today, 6 to nothing. So they're they're holding their own, you know. There's are, are they 500? No, I don't. They, think. The one today brought them back to 500, 500. 38 and 38. They were at uh, 36 and 38 at one point, and even then they were still first in the division, still with a two-game lead over the Guardians. Well, you know, right now, as early in the season as it is, the Guardians, uh, White Sox, and uh, Tigers are all still in the mix, though. Yeah, yeah. The, so the dreadful season. AL Central is oh, anyone's grab. It is. It is. It's. And then, you know, it's interesting, we're talking about their, their shutout, the big shutout today. Did you hear about their crazy shutout they had last Saturday against the Tigers? They won the two, two, to, two to nothing. Two to nothing using six different pitchers. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, uh, my daughter and her husband were at that one. And they, before she could even start talking, I told her, oh, it was two to nothing. And I started telling her about the game. And, and then, yeah, it was, Dad. How, come, how do you know that? Like, yeah, well, I do listen to them. I, and now I, I see Kenta Maeda is ready to go back. He's done a few rehab starts, but they're just trying to find a good place to work him back into the rotation there. Huh. But, yeah, we, we shall see how that goes. But, yeah, uh, he got injured early on. Yeah, yeah he had a real, real early injury. Um, 
Uh, I also see you want to give a shout out. Keith Cummings in the chat. Uh, yep, give him a I was shout out. How we were gonna know that? Yeah, I, I got the chat room loaded up here. You give a shout out. I think I heard we may hear an appearance from uh, Smalls. I heard from him last night. He said he may swing by here, so oh, we'll really? give him an early shout out. Yeah, we're at the fairgrounds. Hey, if people are are watching us, we're doing some giveaways here. We should make point this out. Uh, just come up to the mic. If you just got a quick question or comment about a sport you saw, or just whatever you want, quick take on a certain topic in sports. Uh, uh, just go ahead and we will give you some awesome GFBS swag, either a cappy or um, a mug. Uh, oh, hey, Paul, what's up? Um, I was going to say, I, I just talked to the band that's going to be performing here in a little bit. Uh, they'll come over in probably five, ten minutes to tell everybody who they are and uh, what they can anticipate here. Sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're in the beer gardens at the fairgrounds, right, kind of nearby the band stage area. We've got a band playing at 8, so we'll get a little sneak peek about what they're about. Well, introduce this man and get him in here, too. He doesn't need any introduction. That's, well, come on now. Let's get a drum roll. Yeah, uh, I don't have it on this one. No. Yeah, it is. Oh. Right, we, got our, we got a crowd applause. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't want that one. Yeah. yeah, there we go. What's up, Scott? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, pull up a chair. Yeah. So, so you, I don't know if you heard, but we've been talking about the Twins and their big uh, uh, complete game today. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's been five years, I guess, since, since they've had a shutout complete game in Twins history. I don't know. You know, uh, it's pretty rare for complete games nowadays. You know, pitchers, pitchers don't usually go beyond five innings. You know, it's, it's, it's quite a... Quite a stretch back to 1991 when Jack Morris was throwing 10 innings in a 1-0 shutout in the World Series. If you would. Right. Um, you know, I, that's the one thing about baseball now. It's yeah. not even fun watching because, you know, they're done in five innings. I mean, they're pitching only 82 pitches or whatever they're well, doing. Well, a lot of times they don't even get that far. Right. You know, I... Well... Okay, so the Twins, but the Twins just got back to 500 today with that six nothing shutout, and then they had the game last night where they won in the tenth inning to, to take two from the four of four from Boston, to, so they maintain their little bit of lead in the Central Division. But the the Guardians, the Tigers, and the White Sox are all still in contention with them because there's a lot of season left. They'll probably be like the Twins; they'll choke again. Well, like last year, you know, they had a a big lead and then a, what a month and a half to go in the season and they ended up closer to last place in the division than they did first place right did they the have class. a 12 game yeah yeah 12 game lead in august oh, yeah. and yeah. then and then yeah it just right right and as they went just, to the all-star break it yeah. was like a spiral down the toilet i mean seriously it was that bad um now the last professional baseball game i went to personally was in uh late may of the year before last so i was in atlanta and i saw the braves play uh the mets one night and the next night i saw them play the pittsburgh pirates it was kind of unique to catch a friday and a saturday night two different teams right and was that in atlanta in atlanta and, and they had the big 44 in the outfield because they were commemorating hank aaron and, and and the home run and all that stuff and you were mentioning earlier on that you're, you, you grew up, well, obviously we all did, I suppose, not, not Dale, but I know Bill and myself and TBS, and that was the first network besides WGN. So we had the, we, we had the, we had the Cubs and we had the Braves, right? right? Broadcast all the time. Harry Gary. 
Yeah, and, and I mean, you, you could turn the TV on any night. And, and, and you know, previous to that, when we were growing up, we didn't get to watch baseball. We you had the game of the week on Saturday and maybe some Monday night baseball, I think. But otherwise, it was listening to the Twins on the radio. Right. You know, almost nightly. That's what we Herb did. Herb Cardell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Herb, Herb Carneal, for sure. Boy, you brought a name from the past there, man. <laughs> well, I thought it was pretty cool when, uh, when when Scott was asking you guys just name name some random players from the 1983 Braves. I, was, I saw you got the the wheels moving when you guys trying to think of some players. And I, that's probably a random question you haven't heard in forever. Oh no, I mean you're talking to early 80s, so so we're talking how many years ago? Is that is that 40 years ago? Yeah, yeah, four, four, 40 years. 40, 40 years to the 83 Braves, and and you know they the Braves had some really good teams under uh, Ted Turner's tutelage, you know, and, and, and he tried, and, and, and was, well, gee, he was, he was a visionary all in and of himself, having the TV station and, and marketing the Braves and the Atlanta Hawks like he did because he owned right. them too. All those 90s NL titles? Yeah, yeah, and well, the Braves, the issue with them, though, is they won and they won and they won, but they couldn't win the big one. Um, but right. at, the, at, this, at this game... 93, didn't they win? In yeah, 90? they did. They, they did finally get that one. Or with 95. But, well, well, didn't they play the Twins? Well, they did play the Twins, and that was a, I was going to bring that up. So, uh, you remember uh, Kent Herbeck and Ron Gant? Yep, and that bobblehead where they have them. So, so, so Ron Gant uh, lost his balance and, and tipped off the base, right? Right. Yeah. I, when I was in Atlanta, I was sitting next to a diehard Atlanta fan, and I, I said, you ever heard of Ron Gant? Yes. You ever heard of Kent Herbeck? Yes. Before I could get through the question, he pushed him off the base. Right. <laughs> There's two different perspectives, you know. So, well, I guess we got to do an ad. Um, Northwest Tire job opening, front counter sales. Northwest Tires is looking for a front counter sales uh, person to work with customers, writing up work orders, deal with selling tires, inventory. Pay will depend on experience. The benefits include part-time, uh, paid time off, health insurance, 401k, and more. So part-time, uh, paid time off, part-time off. Paid That's time off, health insurance, 401k, and more. If you want a job with Northwest Tires, call Chad Hoff at 701-780-8473 or apply online at northwesttires.com. That's nwtire.com. And you know, Chad Hoff is one of the bullring racing guys with the uh, Thursday afternoon uh, Dirty Thursday racing show. And here we are at the fairgrounds sitting out in front of the grandstands of the racetrack. Yeah. Yeah, Boring Boys, Dirty Thursday, they did their show earlier today, and uh, yeah, they, I think they had on like a dozen drivers. It was it was a packed show. So Well, well, well since it's the fair, and, and you know, tell us a little bit about what kind of racing we got going on. Is there uh, some racing? I yeah. think there's Friday. Gonna, Friday is um, Midwest. Mods, mods. Uh, Lightning Sprints, yeah. and Street Stocks. Yep. And then, and then sit- Sunday is Late Models. Yep, Sunday's well, Late when, Models. When, when, when's the school buses? School buses are Saturday night. Saturday night, and then is there is there something? Demolition else? Derby. Demolition Derby, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's but those are kind of special events uh, coordinated with the fair. Right. Yeah, the, 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 that bus racing thing kind of always is during the fair time. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, we no. usually do that in uh, what, in our season. 
Like at the end of the year, we have the bus races and we have kids come out and they're driving around the, the huh. track. We pick them up here and then they go around and on the track and drove a couple laps. Yeah, they jump in the bus, right? Yep. Yeah, I was doing victory lane. I don't. I don't like riding in buses. I was enough. doing victory lane interviews, filling in that day, and yeah, that was that. Was, that was quite the. Tr that was quite the tr treat for the kids. I was in there with them, and they were just losing it. But I see we got another guest here about to join us. I, I believe you'll be performing here later tonight, rocking some tunes, right? Oh yeah, we'll be rocking. So we're here in the beer garden, and the stage is set up at the west end here, and you're one of the artists that's performing tonight. So tell us about yourself. Hi, yeah, I'm Lizzie Hofer. I'm a South Dakotan, full grown, full and raised there. Um, so is the whole band. We're all out of South Dakota. And, you mean uh, there's, you, there's more than one Dakota? Well, we're in the better one. <laughs> well, you know, most, most, most of the world out there besides our two states, they, they, they don't recognize that. There's like, what, Dakota? That, what, yeah, no, we're... We're like nothing to everybody else. They don't even know we exist. Yeah. <laughs> so in your travels, when you go overstate and then you, if you get a beverage, you got to give your ID. Do you get, I, that's what happens to me. To be, I get a laugh and be like, what? You're from North Dakota? It ex actually exists? I Usually when I show my ID, they think it's fake. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. No, so, so. Or, or are you here, we're in North Dakota or South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, so so your your group is from there. What do you what do you call yourselves? We're the Lizzie Hofer Band. Well, that's you then. Yeah, you're, that's you're, me. So, so you're the stage presence on I top guess of it. So. You're the yeah. you're Blondie. You're you're Pat Benatar. You're you're. Yep, we're doing all of that. All of that. Really? Yep. Yeah. So you're. Yeah. The, the, so we're actually transitioning though. Our name is going to change. Huh? It's going to be Lizzie Hofer and the Avengers. The Avengers. Hey, that's a great yeah. name. Yeah. So it's a little bit more catchy. Uh huh. <laughs> A lot of superhero fans from, from the group there? Or? Not really. I think it's, we used to be um, the band Avenger Joe. I joined my drummer and my bass guitar player. And so then we transitioned into the Lizzie Hofer band. So now we kind of want to put the two together. And so, so we came up with Lizzie Hofer and the Avengers. And it, I kind of want to give credit too to my musicians because I couldn't do what I'm doing without them. My lead guitar player, he's a rock and roll hall of famer. Really? So he is incredible. And I couldn't ask for better musicians, so it's a group effort. Well, you seem like you certainly enjoy what you're doing. Just, yeah. just looking at you, you're kind of beaming here yeah. and getting ready. Yeah. It's my livelihood. It's my full-time job. I'm a full-time musician, so this is all I do. And I have a one-year-old at home. And so between that, being a mom and a musician, that's my life, traveling. And well, so, so besides the music, um, High school? Where'd you go to high school at? Um, I went to high school in Esteline, South Dakota. Nobody knows where that is. No. <laughs> exactly. No. I, I know where Belfouche is. <laughs> yeah, very far from there. Okay. So. Um, and then I graduated from Northern State University okay, in well, Aberdeen. Well, most of us, and there you go. Now, that's a, that's got a, a, a rich sports history. Yes, Northern it does. Northern State yep. does. Uh, Bill, don't we have some local folks that have played some ball down there? And I, I think so. They've had some real good basketball teams. Oh, yeah. Our basketball team's very well, good. Isn't our, our UND head uh, men's basketball coach, wasn't he there before yeah, he came here? Yeah, he was here? there, and I think there's a dosh or something on the football squad that coached there, and, and I believe Mac, uh, Mac Arvidson, uh, Red River High School graduate, went and played four years 
down there, down at Northern, and so so we. No, that's a, a rich history school. Oh, yeah. um, so while you were attending the school, did you go to sporting events at all? Or? I did. I did. Um, <laughs> well, I did. I did a little bit of the band side of things, like pet band and whatnot. But I actually had intentions of playing basketball. Uh huh. So, 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 okay. So you say that. Now, so you must have played in high school then. Um, I did, and I suffered too many concussions. I had to quit my whole sporting career. But now I play in Aberdeen still. I play softball and other stuff. So I'm back into it. I'm getting back into it, but it took a few years, I guess. I did intramurals a little bit at Northern, but no, no, not serious. <laughs> but you have played some sports, and, and, and you do know, you know, that's, that's interesting oh, yeah. to know. And, you know, I, I think that uh, most uh, people with any kind of outgoing personalities in, in either South Dakota or North Dakota tend to participate what well, you said in band and, yep. or, and, and the sporting events and, and kind of have a more of a well-rounded background right. than, than a lot of places uh, out there that think they're a little bit wiser and more intellectual than we yeah. are. And the part of it too is being from South Dakota in a small town is that you're almost forced to in high school you're forced to do everything I mean they need the bodies they need you have people from all different backgrounds having to be well-rounded you know Right. And that's kind of what I came to. I was a nerd, I was a musician, but yet I was still an athlete. Yeah. All one. Usually you're just one. You're one or the other out of the three. And when you come from a small school, you get to do all of those things. You don't, you're not forced to just do one. Well, if you're interested in all of them, you can do all of but, them. But what that does is it, it, it tends to let you find what you're really good at. Yep. And, you know, get to, you get to sample everything. You do. And, and be really good at it. And Bill over here, you know, he's a, he's a legend in this time. <laughs> he really is. He's modest. I'm he's, sitting I, he's, with he's, a legend. Oh, he's modest. He's very <laughs> modest. But he, he played for the University of North Dakota football and a big, rich history out of Shanley High School in Fargo. And his, his brothers and he were very dominant for years mm -hmm. and years. And, and he's been had lots and lots and lots of really great... Uh, professional and, and, and college type contacts but what he always talks about is being a multi-sport athlete mm -hmm. come on Bill well yeah I definitely agree with that because this guy baseball football basketball track even, track even hockey even hockey even but and small town that's cool right small town you well, and, and for us, that's Fargo, though, you know. And, and well, Shanley was small. Well, still, but but no, I mean, even in, in the scheme of things, our big cities are small compared to everybody else Correct. out there. And 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 so you know, and it, and, and so the the, the well-rounded background of, of, of when you're in school, having the the sports thing, the the music, the chorus, and every the science and the math and yep. everything they push you into the science fairs. I mean, I was in science fairs and I do know, I know nothing about science, <laughs> I, you know, but, but you, we had to do it. You know, right. they, they pushed you through that and, and it did. It, it made better, more, more rounded character and backgrounds for people to succeed when they, when they get older. Right, and when I went to college then, and I, I changed my major about 14 times because I was interested in so many different things because I had dipped my toes in everything. So once I got to college, I really didn't know. I thought I knew what I wanted to do, but then I really liked everything. No, and that's the thing about college is that so many, so many people go there thinking that, that 
They, they lean a direction one way or another. <laughs> I went for music for 10 days. I 10 days? 10 days. Wow. And I was like, nope, nope, I am not going to be a music well, it's great major. you realized that sooner before, like maybe a year or two years <laughs> in and uh, had to do a hard pivot then. then. Well, yeah. I just, I just remember being in, in college and, and my wife was, uh, you know, I wasn't married at the time. We were dating, but, but she was a freshman and it was the first quarter or semester of her freshman year and she broke down crying because she didn't know what she wanted to be. And I was like, nobody on this campus knows what they want to be as a first quarter or first semester freshman. You know, they might think they do, but, but you don't know until, you know, you, you find out what's something you really love doing. And, and once I got my degree, I figured out like, huh, I should not have went for that, but that's okay. <laughs> I got the piece of paper. So once I got at, like afterwards, I'm like, Man, I am so good at these other things. Why didn't I go to school for that? You always say that. So yeah. what led to the pivot towards uh, singing? Like away from it or towards it? Towards it. <laughs> well, uh, it's pretty genetic in my family from both sides. So at a young age, I was performing. I was already performing on stage by five. So it's kind of, it's in my blood a little bit. My grandma was a fantastic yodeler. So that's kind of my, I don't know, name to fame a little bit, my claim to fame. So is the yodeling side of things. I started that. Do you do that? Do you do that? I will do that tonight. Wow. So you have to come out here. That's a rarity. It is. really a rarity these days. Yeah. No, my aunt was a yodeler. So yeah. Yeah. It's not a... What was that movie? The Sound of Music or what? What? That they yodeled (laughs) over in Switzerland or somewhere. Jesus, Bill. We're... If, if anything we might say might be like ancient history to most folks. <laughs> so, so people want to look up some more. Are, are, is it banned on like Spotify or, or like? So uh, I actually I have my own my albums coming out this year. I have some singles that are going to be released on July 11th. So everything it's coming, but I still have. I you can still find my music on my website lizziehofer.com, and that's H-O-F-E-R rather than two F's. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of information about me, the band. There's some music samples and pictures are scheduled for the year. I think I have for this summer. I've have at least 45 shows. Wow! So it's been it's busy, but this is our first time in Grand Forks. I was so. gonna ask you, have you played in Grand Forks no, before? Wow! No, no. And my sister actually lives here, so I kind of made it a little trip. Oh, hey, there you go. Kind of twist her hand a little bit and coming out, right? <laughs> so, uh, how did, how does she end up in Grand Forks? Good question. She actually moved to Fargo, and she keep she keeps moving up. She keeps it moving up north, I guess. She, so, is she younger or older? older? Older. We are ten years apart. Oh wow. Yep. You ever been to Nashville before? It sounds actually, like everybody uh, likes to go to Nashville. Uh, they do. No, I actually I do most of my recording in Florida. But I'm working with Nashville, you know, Nashville producers and recording studios. So I'm still dealing with the scene of Nashville without being there, I guess. It's on my agenda, but I am so busy up here in the Dakotas and, you know, the Midwest. So it's hard to get down south and down that way. So, so, so you know, the way the music industry is, it's, it's like, they catch somebody and they grab them and take them as a favorite. Mm-hmm. You you know you never know what it, it's oh, like. Lightning, it's it like is. a lightning bolt. Yeah. Because, like, 
I don't know what you, you... So Taylor Swift is playing down the cities two nights in a row. Mm -hmm. And she... It's called Swiftiapolis the, now. The tickets are going for like... <laughs> the, the nosebleed seats are going for like $2,500 a ticket. It's insane. And I'm like... I've been to lots and lots of concerts. Lots of great... Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. You know, those kind of concerts. But... I would never pay that kind of money. Elvis would have to be resurrected <laughs> for me to pay that kind of money. It's to, crazy. To, to see something like that. And I, for her even specifically, I think it was pure luck and being at the right place at the right time, knowing yeah. the right people. And that's what it comes down to. I mean, no matter how good you are, a lot of people go unnoticed. Well, the, Unless you have the, you know, you have the proper connections. I mean, that means a lot. It does. It does. And, and, mm -hmm. and I, I hope to heck that that bolt hits you. <laughs> It's getting there. It's. I actually. I just got back from Florida. All all winter, I was down there about five times, um, performing and recording. And I did the singing competition. It was three months long, and I won the whole thing in the end. And the prize of that was recording with Dolly Parton's sound engineer. There you go. So I got to do that, and he's incredible. And now he's doing my entire album. So. Well, just just remember when 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 you're out there <laughs> starring across the world, the old guys from Grand Forks Best Source <laughs> and the Sports Show. When we try to come to your concerts. Well, I'll get. Yep. Can, I'll hook you up. Yeah, I'll you hook up. us up. Yep, I will. But I yeah. heard I heard she has 54 semis with her equipment. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. Well, Supersonic Steve in the house. Hello there. Yeah, so we're out here on the Grand Forks uh, County Fairgrounds uh, doing our little broadcast. And um, yep, thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. Miss Hofer. Lizzie Hofer, Lizzie man. Hofer, H-O-F-E-R. Yes, LizzieHofer.com. There you go. Thank, thank you. you so much. And now we have over here um, another guest. Can you put the headphones on? Oh, yeah. Uh, but but before I get into that, Raven Carlson in the house. I didn't get the memo. Sorry. She just oh, got here. No, no, that's okay. So, so we have another guest here. So so. Who are you know you? what? Did she um, I'm Katie Benoit. Katie Benoit. I see the oh, name on the back. Oh yes. Yeah. You know we know how to pronounce that because there was a basketball player named Benjamin Benoit. Or, or Benoit, they like to say. Well, if you're French. I guess. Yes. So, so what, what, what do you got going on? Well, we are out here selling raffle tickets. Um, I'm with the top three organization. We're a private organization um, at Grand Forks Air Force Base. And what we're doing is we're selling raffle tickets, and the total grand prize is going to be $8,000. Oh, that's a pretty hefty one. Yes. We're only selling 400 tickets. Uh, we'll be out here tonight, um, all day tomorrow, and all day Saturday. So this is off of the uh, Grand Forks Air Force Base. Are you in the Air Force? I am in the Air Force, and yes. you have a husband in the Air Force, too? I do, yeah. It's it's a fun gig. You know, we've been doing it for about 15 years. Wow. So usually when I meet, and I've met many people in, in, in the Air Force. Uh, I lived in Minot and, and, and Grand Forks many, many years between the two, and so is Bill over here. And... Um, you can't help but not meet people and have friends that have been military personnel. Um, and and I, I had some very dear friends that when they, they were, were spouses were deployed overseas and then we kind of tried to take care of the spouses that remained here. 
And uh, no, I've met many people that way, but it's uh, it, it, the, the Grand Forks Air Force Base. Every every time I meet somebody from Grand Forks or Minot Air Force Base, my initial question is, "Did you request to come here?" <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, I'll just say uh, someone had to point this place out to me on a map. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I may have came here kicking and screaming, and now I kick myself because of how wonderful it is. And I, I absolutely That's love good. it. The people, um, the not the winters, but the summers are great. And yeah. I'll just tell you, the people make it. They're great. Yeah, well, and it's really slow-paced. Yeah. Uh, so where did you come from originally? I'm originally from Illinois. So okay. came, grew up in Illinois, uh, moved to North Carolina, and then uh, joined the Air Force. And now I've been all over the world. I've been everywhere. And how about your husband? Uh, he is a New Englander, hence the, the Benoit, or ben, Benoit, French-Canadian, uh, and we met in Alaska. Well, French-Canadian, does he skate? Uh, <laughs> not, not so much. Not a hockey much. player, no. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so, well, that's, that's, I don't know, have you, have you, have you, got yourself caught up in any hockey or anything like that well, while you're actually, up here? Speaking of hockey, we were, uh, first week we were here, we were walking downtown, stumbled upon a bar and a grocery station, so, a grocery store. So we were doing some grocery shopping, we stopped in to have, have a beer, and met some really amazing people, and they said, oh, you're in the military? Well, here's our phone number, we have this great hookup with the college hockey team. And then they called us and gave us hockey tickets, said you have to go see the hockey stadium. It's amazing. And proceeded to give us these amazing seats, like 13 rows off, off of the ice, uh -huh. and we were hooked. I think we went to three or four games this season. Oh, yeah, yeah. I own a jersey, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah, you get that hockey bug. It's, 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 oh, yes. It's, it's hard to fight. It really is. I, I, I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars running around following that team. Um, and so is Bill over here. We've, oh, we've, yeah. we've done a lot of hockey trips together and that kind of thing. So. I, I think we may have ran into y'all at the grocery store. It was at um, the Hugo's on the 32nd. There was a radio station that was there that day that was setting up to do a to do a, a radio broadcast for the hockey game. So I don't know. Maybe it was y'all. Well, it wasn't could, me. Could, could, be, could be some branches oh, of us. Okay, we, we've got different guys. No, no. There's, it wasn't me. But but uh, no we we uh, we we well we're all av av avid hockey fans because you cannot Grand Forks is hockey town USA really yeah nothing else to do on wintry nights. yeah well in those yeah thirty below nights on a Friday or Saturday night you're going to the hockey arena and then maybe the bar <laughs> or the bar the hockey then bar yeah well we have both all of them yes yeah, yeah. A little sandwich. Hockey sandwich. But so, so where do the proceeds from this uh, this raffle go? So they're going right back into the community. So all of the proceeds uh, that we make are going to go towards the airmen and and the airmen um, to events for them. We're going to um, do professional development events. We will host uh, barbecues, things like that. Um, all of the money will go straight back into the community. Wonderful. Um, so. Right now, the mission at Grand Forks Air Force Base is the U, the UAVs, the, the unmanned aircraft. Yes, we and, do fly fly those. Yes. And and so, what what, what is your role? Uh, well, I'm an emergency manager. Uh, 
and it kind of, pretty much it sounds like uh, what it says. I, I, I manage emergencies. I make sure that people are prepared. We do a lot of disaster preparedness. Um, we do a lot of pre-planning. So we are kind of the unsung heroes until something goes wrong. Oh, yeah. And then people call upon us because, you know, we're going to come in and we're going to we're gonna manage things and take care of business. Well, well, I feel safe just having you sitting right here. Thank you. <laughs> yes, kind of like the FEMA. You know, we work a lot yeah. with the local communities. And, so um, if, a, if a fire breaks out or we suddenly get flooded, I'm looking for help. Yes, we absolutely. We are the jacks of all trades, all the natural disasters. And, and so your husband, what, what is his role? Uh, he, he builds things. <laughs> Uh, he is what they call structures true. So uh, he's kind of the jack of all trades as well. So you need something fixed, call that guy. <laughs> oh, well, gee, we're in good hands. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So, no, that's great. Um, we'll be looking to see uh, more from you, probably run into you at a hockey game or Absolutely. something like that. Absolutely. Uh, but no, I, I don't know. How did Paul pick you out here? Did he... I was just walking around and just chatting people. You know, I'm good at that, and I'll tell you, uh, Grand Forks, people like to, to chat here and know your story, so they're so friendly. Uh, yeah, well, Absolutely friendly. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for coming and spending a little time with us. Yeah. We're a sports show. Do you have a, a favorite sport besides hockey? Okay, so so don't throw me out of the, your booth, but I love baseball, and my favorite baseball team is the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, well, that's, you know. Well, nothing I'm, wrong with that. No, that's nothing wrong with that. Supersonic goes to the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm a New York Yankee fan, okay. and I take abuse all the time here because, and I grew up. Everyone here is a Minnesota Twins fan. Okay, that's our thing. We're close to that, but I'm a New York Yankee fan, and and next to the Yankees, the Cardinals are the most storied franchise in the history Absolutely. of baseball. The number one fans in baseball. Yeah, they yeah. say they are. Yeah, they are. No, they've they've won 16, 17 World Series themselves, and you know it's a baseball town. Absolutely. And a beer town. Absolutely, that as well. Is that uh, Anheuser Busch, right? Yes, the the Clydesdales. There you go. The beautiful Clydesdales. Bud Light. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> taking a little bit of a beating. But yeah. We got Bush Light too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Paul over here. <laughs> there we go. He he keeps Bush Light in in, in business all by himself. What do they do? <laughs> Bush Light. How much are your tickets? Oh, tickets, they are $100. I know it's a steep, steep price, but $100, you can go in 50-50 with friends. I know I've had people, you know, go in um, as like a foursome, and $8,000 is the grand total, and it's going to be a blast. We're doing a reverse drawing uh, at JR Rockers, which is the, the club, and it's going to be hosted live on Facebook. You don't have to be present to win, but it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a big party. But it's only 400 tickets you're selling. Only 400 tickets. We're down yeah. to about 120, I believe. Hey. You guys want to do it? 20, 40, 60, 81. You guys want to get one? Woo! Uh, I don't have anything on me. I don't, yeah. We take Venmo, we take PayPal, we take it all. <laughs> no. Check. All right, we'll talk about We'll talk about it now. Absolutely. No, I think, okay. thank you guys very much. This was a blast. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you for coming on. It was nice to meet you. I, Very I, well spoken. Yes. Yeah. Well, Air Force personnel. Very well. They're they're yeah. they're, they're our best. I mean, we 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 the have a lot come, of the best come the, north, right? Well, there's just military personnel across the board. Well, we, we, we love you guys. We, we, we appreciate we, it. We owe them everything. That's that's for sure. Well, thank you for letting All me. Right. Uh, 
chat with y'all for Thank a little bit. Thank you so much. I might have to go uh, get myself one of those bush lights that he was drinking over there. That there looks tasty. The Don't peach. forget the funnel cake. Ooh, yes. And the lemonade. Yep. And the donuts. Oh, gosh. There's so much. Yes. But we do PT every morning, so I'm good, right? Go. <laughs> well, thank y'all. You guys have a wonderful uh, night. Yeah. Thanks. It was a pleasure. Thank you Absolutely. so much. And, and Benoit's like a sports name. It is. Not the right way. <laughs> it is. No, that was great. Um, so, Raven, our, our, our delightful Raven Carlson joined us. Uh, it's tied up somewhere. I don't think she got the memo. I didn't get the memo. Well, I, did, I didn't. I didn't really either. But I was coming in early anyway. But anyway, so 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 Raven, uh, the sports business. We've we've been talking about uh, the NBA draft is going on tonight. Um, There've been a bunch of trades in the NBA. Uh, we we did some baseball talk, and I don't know. I I did see you uh, riding your horse. Uh, carrying a flag here this week or something like that. Yep. What's that all about? So I actually, I got the honor of uh, carrying the flag um, for the horse show last weekend. Um, we did a little bit of everything, pleasure, trail, barrels. We did a little bit of everything, but I got to carry the flag for the national anthem, so I am honored. Right on. Uh, I did so well that they invited me back again Sunday. So if you're at the fair Sunday, 9 a.m., I'm running the flag again. Well, wait a minute. Here? Here. Wow. Yes, Here gonna, at the fairgrounds. I was fairgrounds. Ask where it was, but I figured it was. Wow, yeah, there you go, Raven. At the fairgrounds, and it's free. There is no admission. So if you guys want to come out. I also got talked into doing barrels for the very first time. On your horse? On my horse. Oh my what, what does that involve? Going around barrels really, really fast. Well, her her, her horse is gonna crush the barrels. It will not win the not not win the literally. Crush. I don't think I'm gonna win anything. I'm She's not gonna, that good. Her horse is gonna crush the barrels like a beer can. Okay, I need I need to give him a frame of reference though. What barrels are. Um, no, so I for the, those of you that don't know, I have a mammoth of a horse. Um, he's at least 17 too, at least. He's still growing. He's, he's half a monster. draft. He's a monster. But yeah, you want a small, nimble horse for barrels, and I don't got that. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a hoot and a half. So I'll, as long as I don't knock over a barrel or get bucked off, it was a good run. So. What's your horse's name? My horse's name is Andy. Andy. Okay. Andy. Yes. Toy Story. <laughs> oh yes, actually, Andy kind of from Toy Story. Well, I okay. Think, I think I. Pay to watch her get I got you off. I've seen some barrel racing before. They you know, come out, there's three barrels out there, and they go around one, and they go around the other, and then they just... And it's all timed then? Yeah. Well, yep. and, the, and, and the crucial thing is to have a, a sleek, fast horse and, and to get in as tight as you can around those barrels. Without hitting the barrel. Well, because if you knock a barrel over, it's a penalty. Right. Yep. And and you know and, and I I know I just actually watched some barrel racing here uh, not last weekend weekend before and and was watching and and you know you you take a, a too wide a turn and th that couple of seconds you just lost. Right. Yep. Yep. So and it's so, gonna be fun because I learned that if you knock over a barrel, it's a five second penalty, which oh no. is hefty. 
it is hefty. So. Have you competed in barrel competitions before then? Nope. This is my very first one. Oh, heck yeah. So I get to make a fool of myself. You will crush it. Oh, my gosh. No. Do you know how many others are competing? A lot. It is well, fair weekend. Most, so. mo most of those other gals are going to be on basically thoroughbreds and okay. she's she's on a Clydesdale all of those other <laughs> girls are gonna I'm gonna be the biggest one there okay yeah. guaranteed I'll be the biggest horse in the arena yeah but yeah it's it's are they putting odds on it odds well odds no I don't know but if but if but if but but if we were to put money down and she and, and Raven actually wins, we're gonna win some money. Oh my god! Right, that's what I'm thinking. That's I mean, what I'm she's thinking. she's gonna be at like the ninety-nine to one or something like that. Oh my gosh! Throw some money on it. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people going. It's fair weekend. It's gonna be packed, and I'm the only one with a giant horse. So yeah, it is a giant. You horse. got this. It's really gonna be is. great. It's gonna be great. Uh, so it's gonna be. No, it is, and and I didn't realize. You know, I'm I'm glad I asked those questions that that I didn't know you were gonna be here at the fair. Yep, Sunday, Sunday morning I will be here. Sunday huh. morning at nine, um, and then I believe barrels are around 1:32 p.m. So we got to do another ad here. Why don't you let Rachel? Or Rachel. <laughs> okay, it's nice, nice talking to you guys. Uh, yeah, let Rachel do it. I, I mean, Raven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this one's a little bit of a mouthful. All right. We don't have the videos on hand today, so. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So Churchill Shoes, my favorite SAS dealer. Love it. All right, so Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the Upper Wind West is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair a pair of shoes that you will love at Churchill Shoes. They measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles, offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock or out of town. Um, Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years. I didn't realize they were that old. Oh my goodness gracious. And over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. or 5, 5 and 3, yes. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you are in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. <laughs> Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. Good job. Paul is so adamant about his sass. So adamant. You need to show them off. There you go. There you go. Maybe that sandals coming. Well, Supersonic Steve, you know anything going on out there in Seattle or the Seattle area as far as the sports world? I know your your Mariners are playing the Yankees in New York and not doing They're up right now, six zip, but oh. uh, yeah. but we've gotten our our butt kicked for a few days here and uh, we're kinda just playing around five hundred right now. Yeah, not, well, not really. You know, we're. we're I, I think uh, we should should be doing better than we are. No, I but, do. I do too. I, I I think it's a tough time to go on an East Coast trip. It is, and the Yankees are always tough at home, as you know. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah, no, I um, 
I uh, well, the the Yankees are, are are hanging in there. You know, without Aaron Judge, they 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 were rolling until Aaron yeah, Judge stubbed his toe on that fence in Dodger Stadium about three weeks ago. And that's basically what he did. He stubbed his toe. You know. Has he been playing at all? Or no. Has he been on no. IR? IL. And they, and they said 10 days, and now they're talking probably to the All-Star break. And as you guys know, I plan on going and seeing him in Colorado because I wanted to see him blasting the ball out of uh, Colorado Rockies course field because the ball just skies out of there. And... Um, that was interesting. I saw the, the, the Yankees manager was quoted in some post-game press conferences uh, in like this past week about just the, the press is just giving him hell for a team just not doing. Too, were they third oh, in their division right now? Yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're you know they're right around ten games over five hundred. They're in contention, and and, 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 and you know, when you're talking June twenty second, twenty third, it's way early in the season. Yes, it is. I mean, any, anything. You remember last year how Seattle turned it around? That was oh, yeah. like, that was in August or like late yeah, late July. Yeah, when they took off. Yeah, and I mean they're back years ago. I remember. Uh, I think it was Boston. The Yankees were out like seven games with a month to go, and came back and won the division. Well, yeah, and there so, there are historic stories like that. You know, I am. Um, one of the things that I was looking at this week, there was a lot of talk about uh, Pete Rose again. And, you know, Pete Rose bet on baseball, right? Yep. But he's the all-time hits leader. He, he won World Series championships with the big red machine in 75 and 76, and then he got over to Philadelphia, and Philadelphia fin- finally won a World Series in modern league times with him. So he's one of that handful of players that have won World Series with more than one team. And Charlie Hustle, I mean, the, the, the nickname says it all. Knocking out a catcher in the All-Star game. And, and, a, and, and an MVP in, in the National League on top of that. And not in the Hall of Fame. And the, 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 the whole argument about keeping him out when now gambling is so rampant everywhere you turn in sports... There are more commercials on yeah. about gambling before That's, every sporting event. I, I see so many DraftKings ads, so many uh, sportsbook Fan ads. Duel. Yeah, FanDuel. Yeah. And, and, and it's like... We should start betting on which commercial is going to come next. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They, pro- they, they probably, literally do during the Super Bowl. Yeah. They, they probably That's have, funny. They probably That's have the funny. deep pockets to pay the most for advertising. So they're, but now that it's generally kind of more accepted in these last few years that it's like, hey, okay, we'll take your big dollars for advertising. We need to survive. Well, and, and with in, in the case of Pete Rose, the two guys that they were throwing out there, uh, one was Ty Cobb. Uh, apparently, in the early days of baseball, Gambling was a pretty big deal in, in, in like 1900 to 1920s. And, you know, of course, the Black Sox scandal and Shoeless Joe Jackson and all that. But there were lots of there was lots of gambling that that took place before the Shoeless Joe Jackson Black Sox. And all of those guys that were suspected of gambling from 1900, 1890 to 1920, all are in the Hall of Fame. And then apparently Leo the Lip, Leo DeRocher, and I know you guys probably, Bill, you, you've heard. I remember the name. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
apparently he was deep into gambling and with the mafia and, and possibly throwing games and that kind of thing. And he's in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, the difference is, is they couldn't prove it. And I'm like, well, how is that? Is it, is it worse to gamble or, or to use steroids and put up uh, inflated numbers? Because we're keeping those guys out now. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it, the world has changed. It seemed like for five, the last five, maybe ten years, when it comes to just like, hey, gambling, hey, it's not so bad. Oh, <laughs> it just seemed no. like the general. Well, exactly. Now all of a sudden, Pete Rose was at the cusp of cutting edge. I mean, well, I don't think the only reason why you could argue against Pete Rose is because, well, he was still like a, a involved in, with the team as a, as a manager. So. It wasn't he like found to be betting against his own team or something no, based on no, or no, for or no. against based on moves he never, did in the game. Never bet against his team. That, that, and that was the thing he was adamant about. He finally admitted to to, to gambling, but he said he never bet against the. Cincinnati but I mean, it was alleged Reds. before, right? Other people have uh, pretty much made accusations to him about well, it. Well, anytime anytime gambling was involved, that was the suspicion. But. You know, there have been point-shaving schemes. And right now, I would say the NBA referees probably deserve more scrutiny than Pete Rose ever got. You're absolutely right. 100% on that. Because some of the bullshit calls... to prove it, yeah. yeah. The bullshit calls we see, and then we have that O'Donnell character, that uh, or Dunahay or whatever his name was, who ended well, he up... he already in jail. Yeah, yeah, he went to prison because he was, he was fixing games. And... I don't know, Scott Foster, they call him, they call him extender to extend series. You know, every time he gets in a, in a, in a close game and, and, and as, as hard as they tried, they tried to drag that series out between Denver and who, who did just beat? Denver Nuggets mean the Miami Heat? The Miami Heat. They tried to drag that series out because there were there was a whole slate of calls. All of a sudden, Miami was going to the free throw line. Miami was going to the free throw line. Only Miami couldn't make their damn free throws, and they still lost. Yeah, you're thinking the the rest were calling some too many fouls. Too many fouls in the wrong direction, and not yeah. enough in the other it direction. Obvious. It was obvious. It was obvious. I mean, and, and yeah, if you watch basketball. It's like, come on, I like. What are we doing here? Well, they were they were clobbering Djokovic and then uh, Djokovic and and on the other end they were barely breathing. Uh, look at look at um, Butler kicked the guy in the groin, and they gave him three free throws. Yeah, that was a bad call. Yeah, that was a terrible that was a terrible call, but it was it was slated to keep the series going and and you know you got to give. I think you got to give Denver more credit ever because they, they did finish it off without making it go longer. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, no, we're on the top of basketball. Monty, I know some of your show titles, there's a lot of stuff going on in the basketball world on top of the NBA draft uh, going on live tonight. Well, okay. I, I can look up some live results here. I think it started at yeah. 7, right? Yeah, look up the results so far of the draft. But Supersonic, did you see the trades to the, in the last day and a half? I have, I, and uh, I was a little surprised on a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm, you know I'm, I look at it, but I don't think anybody's really improved all that much. No, I don't. So, so number one, Chris Paul was dealt from the Suns 
to the Washington Wizards for Bradley Beal. Now, Bradley Beal has been like a 23, 24 point a game scorer for several seasons, but I'm not a fan of Bradley Beal. I think the guy's kind of a punk. I think. Isn't he a ducky guy? Yes, and but he's always injured. He's oft injured, and and he's a he's kind of a. Well, he's been a, he's been a star on a bad team for a long time. Basically, and then and then you have Chris Paul, who who they you know did you, did you see where Chris Paul was on a plane to go do the Good Morning America show with Michael Strahan, when he found out he was trying to call him or something like that. Yeah, let and, him know. Yeah, when he when he found out when he found out he was traded. And and then then he had to appear on the show and Michael Strahan was they, they were asking him about you know you just learned that you were traded while you were on the plane and and then he he was Chris Paul had the big smile on his face and said well you know anything can happen in this league and you know you have to expect it and and Michael Strahan was d- being the devil's advocate going look it he's got to act like this is okay and it, that it's you know put on the good face and that kind of thing and. That's that's really a crappy, crappy way for a player a player to learn that, you know. Wow, that's chicken shit. I mean, it is. No, I agree. I think I think the 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 thing would be for the GM to walk into the room with you and you know, sit you down and say, "Here's what's happening," but yeah. no, but to learn but to learn through the media or from somebody else is that's horseshit. Well, he's it better, is. He's better off with. Uh, Well, he got Golden State. Yeah, yeah, but 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 so so then so so Chris Paul gets sent to Washington Wizards, and then today, right? I think the trade was today. Um, Chris Paul gets sent from the Wizards to the Golden, Golden State. State Warriors for Jordan Poole, and I think the Jordan Poole move for the Wizards is is their move to keep Draymond Green because. You know how the season started with Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in the face. I don't, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I remember that. And and I think Chris Paul will 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 make his way into fit with the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green if they keep him and and that bunch. Oh yeah. Um, what is Paul doing? He just got in the sheriff wagon. Oh, he, he, he oh, that was one of the guests that was interviewed on the on the show last week for the morning interview. That one of the people that run the fair. So, ah, okay. It's oh, yeah. Wheeling and dealing. Sorry, but, I just saw Paul next to sheriffs, and I automatically assumed the worst. Oh, oh when, when, yeah. when she said, yeah. "What's Paul doing?" We were talking. We were talking about Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. But, sorry. Uh, but no, um, I, I just checked. The draft is live, but there haven't there hasn't been a first overall pick yet. It started at seven. I don't. Was there a time limit for the first pick? Do they usually get like an extended yeah, they, time, they, they like a, a half hour or something? Uh, well, or? It's, it's, I'd say fifteen. Yeah, something yeah. like that. No, I was gonna say. But, yeah. but anyway, the, the, I guess it's seven oh two. So yeah. So so anyway, the the Chris Paul to the Warriors. I think for Chris Paul, that's probably his last best chance to win a championship. And um, you yeah. never. What, 10, 12 years into it now? At least, at least. You know, he started in New Orleans with with, uh, David West and uh, Tyson Chandler. And they, when they they first got together, they had the San Antonio Spurs on the ropes and they let them off the hook. And then they never really regained their form. But the other big trade was Kristaps Porzingis to Boston. And 
Marcus Smart to Memphis and Tyus Jones to the Wizards. Now, Marcus Smart is a defensive player of the year last year. And then this, the current defensive player of the year is, is, is the center for Memphis. Accurate. Um, Jaron Jackson. And so, I, I don't know, you know, they're, they're, my New York Knicks are in upheaval because they're like, well, why didn't we go get Kristaps for Zingas and bring him back to New York? Well, I'm going to tell you, Kristaps Porzingis is an injury-prone, seven-foot-three-four, prima donna overseas guy that is everything um, Nikolai Jokic isn't. He, if 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 Kristaps Porzingis acted like Jokic does, he'd be a superstar in this league. When I first saw him as a teenager. A seven-foot-four kid that could handle the ball and do stuff. Porzingis should be should be Jokic. He should be, but he doesn't have the dedication. Instead, he's out basically doing the Zion thing, banging porn stars and prostitutes. <laughs> this guy's a rebel rouser. <laughs> Instead of playing the game. Zion is doing that. Oh, haven't you seen the reports on Zion Williamson? I've seen him a little bit, but not as much out here. Oh no, my I God! No, you, yeah, because you're because you're on the West Coast. So so yeah. so Zion has been dating a woman named Mariah. My Mariah Mills, I think it, she's I, I a porn know. star. She's a porn star. She's a porn star, and and he has been paying her like hundreds of thousands of dollars to come down to New Orleans, and then at the same time. Then he's got this other stripper from an, some strip club that he impregnated, and has has a baby reveal with, and oh, and and the and the porn star found out at the, about the baby reveal on on like social media, and she has been laying into him on social media like like nobody's ever seen in the past, and she's threatening to release sex tapes of her and Zion Williamson unless they trade his ass out of New Orleans. <laughs> and no, I hadn't heard any of that. No, it's insane. It's insane. Monty, what, what has happened with this, with this NBA offseason? We're only, what, not even a, a week? Maybe just over a week into the NBA offseason and it's just gone on spiraled. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, oh. it's, but it, 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 it's the, the mentality, the mentality of, of the, today's players because, okay, the two, I'm a New York Knicks fan, and, and the Knicks missed out on Zion Williamson was a top pick in the draft that, that year when he came out, and the second pick was John Morant, and the Knicks ended up with R.J. Barrett. Well, R.J. Barrett's a goddamn saint compared to those morons. <laughs> There's something to be said about that. And, and the Knicks are trying to run him out of town. Well, Zion... There weren't any more Kardashians available, or? <laughs> well, we already talked about the Kardashian women are feuding with each other. Oh, are they? I didn't know. So, that. so, so the one must be Monday. The one Jenner, who's a model. Um, I'm not plugged into the supermodel scene like you, Monty. Well, the one, the one Jenner girl, who's like a half sister to Kim Kardashian, has already dated like Devin Booker. 
and, and like four other NBA players. And so Kim Kardashian comes out with a T-shirt with her sister in the middle of it with five NBA players around it. And I'm like, uh, a, yeah. a slut, slut shaming a slut. Yeah. Was basically. Who's yeah. Because Kim Kardashian, come on. We're, we're talking. Uh, Chris, hey. Chris, Chris Humphreys, um, uh, uh, Kanye West, uh, Ray J. <laughs> you remember you know how she got famous, right? You know? So I see we got a lot of activity in the chat here. Give a shout out to Smalls, John Beergard, all kinds of fun stuff going on. If you've got oh, any yeah. questions or comments, or if you guys happen to be at the fairground, stop up live with a question and comment. Get some free GFBS gear like cups, koozies, the new cappies we got going on. Awesome GFBS gear. Uh, Monty, I guess we're talking about hoops. Do you want your weekly, daily, or whatever WNBA update? <laughs> do we have a WNBA? Does Raven have it? I do. Give I it to her. I do have an update somewhere on the sheet, I promise. It's, I, I believe it's, there you go. <laughs> WNBA, okay. On Sunday, Minnesota Lynx crushed by Las Vegas Aces. 16. Uh, hey, I watched that game. Oh yeah, I how did. was it? Well, it was interesting. I, I, I was surprised that uh, the the Los Angeles Los Angeles Sparks, right? Yep, LA yeah. Sparks. Yep. They they have lost a lot. I mean, because the Lynx have been down. Yeah. In that game, they got they well, well, they lost by a lot. The Lynx, right? A lot. Right? It was sixty-two to ninety-three. Mm -hmm. Or ninety-three to sixty-two. Yeah. yeah. Well, thirty-one points. Yeah. A little bit of a gap. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little. Uh, but redeem themselves with 67 um, over 61 win over LA Sparks on Tuesday. Uh, Minnesota Lynx have four wins and eight losses and are fourth in the Western Conference oh. and now and they're now playing Connecticut Suns. And just I, just, I just to preface, they started out 0-5. Yeah, they started really? off awful. Okay. And I got that score right now. Uh, the Connecticut Sun are currently leading the Minnesota Lynx 12-4, about halfway through the first quarter. So, yeah. WNBA! Woo! But, uh, mind you keep up with you keep up with a little bit more in the WNBA, right? Just, not just the Lynx. Usually you're on top of the standings and stuff. Well, I, I look around a little bit. Um, I do know that the uh, New York Liberty traded a whole bunch of players in, not not away, but in to the team. And um, they got uh, the, the Vandersloot girl from Chicago Sky. The, the Chicago Sky tend to be the team I like to follow because my favorite player is Kalia Copper. Um, I see the Connecticut Sun, the team they're playing, they're on top of the Eastern Conference, 10-3 and record, and the Vegas Aces are on top of the Western. Well, the Vegas Aces, though, you know, you want to talk about teams across the world of sports that tend to look like they're cheating? That's the team. The Aces? The Las Vegas Aces. You know, they got caught circumventing the salary cap last year, and then all of a sudden... All, all of a sudden, they brought, they brought, uh, they stole Candace Parker. Uh, Steve, do you happen to have volume on on your end? I think we're getting a, a delayed uh, feedback of our of the show from a few minutes ago, by chance. Do you have volume on on your end of the show? Uh, just, just over the phone. Oh, okay. Uh, Raven, do you have volume on your phone on? Nope, not nope. me. Uh, not me, yeah. 
I'm not on. Okay, I will track that down here. Well, we're, we're, the computer. well, we're we're we, we're having like issues because we're in the in this fairground, so it's not our studio type thing. So, but 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 anyway, the the Vegas Aces, um, they got uh, Candace Parker. Uh, from from my Chicago sky, you know, and and she's like the 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 face of the WNBA right now. I don't know if you ever see the commercials with her and Chris Paul or her and whoever else. And oh yeah, it's like you know. selling phones or something. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 Candace Parker, Candace Parker, Candace Parker all day long. And and you know, I I, I really liked her because she was such a fundamentally strong, but not the most. Uh, physically talented player ever but then also have you seen that Brittany Griner so we all know the Brittany Griner story where where she was it's not open she was uh, in jail in Russia for what eight months or whatever it was and basically the president and everybody else in the world released her and and now she's back with the the uh, Phoenix Mercury, and suddenly that team sucks. They can't buy a win, and I don't know if I don't know if it's the opponents like resent some of that. You know, you know what I mean. I, I, I but I would have thought that she would have been playing the best ball of her career. I don't know. Well, she, like her first games back, that like drew like huge viewership, right? Well, her first her first nationally televised game was against my Chicago. Um, Sky. Sky and Kalia, Kalia Copper and, and, and the team took over and beat her down by double digits and it surprised me because early in the game uh, she was doing it all but I, I think she kind of lost an edge Brittany Griner you know she's like 6 foot 8 like the tallest woman on the planet and she can stuff it too right? yeah yeah I mean she 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 She's the equivalent of Raven's horse. Yeah, she's a big girl. And Don't fit. compare my horse to that woman. <laughs> there you go. Don't do that. I'm with you. Don't, no, just no. Oh, my gosh. Well, well uh, I'm, I'm still waiting for the first pick of the NBA draft. It hasn't happened yet. I've been checking every couple minutes. Oh, wait, oh, actually, they, they just got it. So the Spurs' first pick. Oh, Wembanyana. Yeah, Wemben, yeah, Victor Wembanyama. Gee, what a surprise. Yeah. Hey, we yeah, only we only we only shocker. we only tanked the whole season, traded away all our starters before the season started because your horse is prettier. Ooh. You scared the hell out of me. <laughs> but but no Where did you even come from? Paul's been bobbing and weaving all over. Well, he was right in there, though. He that, was that with was the perfect. sheriff's getting, like, arrested over there. Came back on a golf cart. All of a sudden, he's behind no. me. He's with the sheriff's, and then he's with a beer. Perfect. <laughs> Grand Fork. Yeah. Yes, my horse is prettier, but damn. All right. Yeah, that was good. You got me. What do you got? Monty, I think we're ready for our last ad read here. So we got, got, we got a shout out here to uh, the River Cinema and the Shire That's Bar. That's my ad. That's my, I was at the Shire last night. Oh, yeah? And how was it? Yeah, how was it, Shire? Well, I had a few beers. No. Yeah. All did right. You there you go. 14. I did. Sh Shire's awesome. River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. 
make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Griff your grill your next dinner and a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's feature attractions are Flash, Elemental, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, and The Boogeyman. You can find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and the 550 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. That's where Bill and I go. The River Cinema has luxury recliners, expanded concessions, and now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the same company that runs Grand Theatre in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. The More Family in East Grand Forks. Excellent bunch of people. Check it out. Um, I was at the Shire for the first time. Uh, pretty, more of an extensive uh, uh, menu than I expected. Did you get a grilled cheese sandwich? Well, I didn't have a grilled cheese sandwich. Like no, one of no, their, high, their specialty sandwich, grilled no, cheese? No, I, I, had, I had a burger with a lot of stuff on it. and, and um, But... I will tell you what, their beer was exceptionally cold. <laughs> it was it was like frosty mugs out of the freezer. Like, yeah, it was good. It, I, I was impressed. With, I was having Coors Light like Bill Deutsch over here always has. So I had about three or four of those, and and, and no, they were excellent. I was I was impressed with, you know, you you can go to restaurants all over the place, and they will bring you a. Uh, a, a beer that's like lukewarm, yeah. you know. Perfect. Yeah, all day long, it's every day. Got to be cold. And this one, this one had like the ice flex in it from the from the from the mug, and it it was cold. Yeah. Yeah. Frozen mugs are nice. No, I see Keith is uh, in the chat. They're having some fun comments. Uh, I, I was meant, going to mention to you at the top of the show, Keith. Uh, I think I'm going to try and come down, or a couple of us may try and come down and surprise you here uh, at the Greenbush Race Park here in a couple of weeks here. July 1st. Yeah, July 1st. I see they got seven classes of uh, races that night. So we're still kind of workshopping it. So, but well, well, maybe Raven can have her horse there and run the flag out. Oh my gosh! Where is the racetrack? Uh, it's our out. Uh, is that the one? It's not the one like right next to Fargo, is it? No. No. Okay. I'm not gonna be here. For right next that to weekend, Fargo. So. That's more. I forgot which one that was called. It's by Carlston. Yeah, that one. I don't know. It's it's a ways from here. South. I'm kidding. It's I'm on the kidding, way to. Dear. It's on the way to Roseau. No. It's on the way to Detroit Lakes. From here. No. But, but yeah, I saw they got that's a loaded. Glendon one. We'll, we'll yeah, that's that's where that is. That's where that is. Yeah, I'm trying to go catch a couple around them outside the Grand Forks area racetracks this summer. So and Keith has always been such a great supporter of us almost every single week here. So I want to give Keith some love. Oh no! Thanks, Keith. No, and and if it works for I I I would like to jump on that little bandwagon ride up there too. Um, when you initially brought that up, I thought it was uh, this coming weekend, and I thought, no way, I can't do that. I already volunteered to cover some stuff. But July 1st, I think I can get up there for oh, that. Yeah. We'll workshop it here. We'll figure it out. But... Bill, Bill, are you free? Yeah, I'm. I'm we'll go up to Greenbush. And... Oh, my gosh, the three musketeers. Here we go. <laughs> Who's going to get arrested? Remains to be seen. Whoever has diplomatic well, immunity well, well, will be well, okay. I'll put money on not Dale. Not Dale. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, there's it. Well, I got doubles. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep, yep. That's here. E easy win bet, speaking of betting here. Yep. But, uh, down to box between you and me, bro. <laughs> Won't be me. We'll run streaking out onto the racetrack. No. <laughs> but uh, down. I, got a, I got a question for you. How's the weather back there? Is it uh, starting to get nice and hot? Muggy, yes, it's fun? been it's been it's been it's been extremely warm, uh, warmer than normal for us. Uh, but not today. <laughs> farmers farmers in the valley are whining for rain. Oh. No, I, I guess I got my. Uh, look at the chat down here. But but yeah. no, we we've had the the weather the weather's been good right now. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Bill? Well, I think we need some rain, but yeah. It's, it's you not. find some wood to knock on, sir. We don't need no rain. That's, no, we do not need rain. Yes, if it rains on Sunday, I am blaming you, a hundred percent. If it rains. Well, you know, the thing is, Raven, is we're in a farm community, and, and, and the farmers need rain. It's rain all weekend. Yeah. yeah it, no, it's, it's supposed It's been to. so humid, it almost to. doesn't matter. But, but, it, but, but the problem is, is that when you have the fair going on, you don't want rain, but at the same time, the farmers need rain right now. And, and um, the, the bottom line is, Supersonic Steve, is when the farmers do well, we all do well. That's right. That's right. That that drives our economy. It's gonna rain on Saturday now. I just know it. Those farmers, man. Those are hard workers. But 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 I'm I'm gonna be out there cheering my ass off for the bale rate the the barrel racing this weekend. Oh my gosh. Well, money, if there's any odds on it, you let me know. Oh, no, we're going to have side bets. We're going to. Right, right. They're going to be half drunk in the stand. Raven! We might be $1,000 winners to see Raven get bucked off. No. No. Money and I will keep track of the odds. Oh, my gosh. That was like an hour thing, too. Like, I just decided an hour ago. If she does a bull ride, I'll come. No bull riding, unfortunately. I want to, though. I actually would like to do that one day. Work your way up to it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what's scary about you. Why? Because I trust an animal that wants to kill me versus a human that is sneaky about wanting to kill me. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. That was quick combat. I know. I... <laughs> she's got some good ones. Oh, I know she does. She's, she's like... Uh, so we're down to about our last 10 minutes here. Monty, did we have any of your uh, topics and your titles we haven't hit up on yet? No, I think we pretty much touched them. I, I have done a lot of, um, in, in, in the last few days, looked at a lot of old boxing stuff. Um, and, and, and like, I, I, I have been doing a deep dive into Roberto Duran the last couple days. No boss. And, and yeah, well, no Moss, that's one, because that's where he didn't want to get beat up anymore. But when he beat Davey Moore, after he, he, he moved up in, in weight divisions, and, and he, he beat that guy to a pulp. And, and you know, Roberto Duran was known as, as Hands of Steel, or, you know, like you didn't want to get hit by that guy. 
And you're bringing up boxing. In case people missed last week's show, you had a boxer on. And kind of, you guys did your first, like, deep dive on boxing on the show, it seemed like. It was a really, really well, good, no. like, and, and, 101. And, and, and that's, that, that's the whole thing. That, and I kind of bring that up because I thought we were going to have AJ back in here tonight. Yeah, but, we need some results. But Well, honestly, I didn't get the memo that we started early. And, yeah, homework. So, yeah. but, but But next week, maybe. But, sure. what, but, what, week. but what I did... Is I, I'm as well versed in, in 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 old boxing history as anybody because that that was I used to sit and watch boxing with my grandpa, and and so no I I loved boxing and and, and like we talked about boxing kind of lost its 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 it following when when the MMA MMA and UFC and all that stuff started, but it's kind of started to bring a little bit back where. The the public is starting to recognize boxing. It seems you know just from. I agree, oh, I agree with. That. Well, and just kind of like last year, what AJ was talking about. You, you, it sounds like you're saying that there's genuine momentum behind yes, it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not just like a quick little fad. Well, people get they're they're tired of the choke holds and and the, the submission holds and you know the the whole thing about boxing. It was always known as the sweet science. Remember that? Oh yeah. Technique, man. It's all technique. Yeah. So, so you could have, you could have the heaviest puncher on the planet, but he would be box, he would be matched up against a guy that had no business beating him, but he had all the technique, right? They call it knowing how to box. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like I like to point out to like, and we talked about the 1976 Olympic team. With Sugar Ray Leonard and Michael and, and 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 Leon Spinks and a handful of other guys, and then there was another 1980s team that had like Mark Breland and uh, there were like five or six gold medalists on that team, but Virgil Hill was on the team. You know, Grand so, Forks uh, legend. Yeah. yeah, Grand Forks legend. That luckily for him, he didn't get beat up by me in Faces Bar, but. <laughs> Yeah, you had his number that night, Monty. No, I, I, I was scared to death of it. I wanted to bring something else up too, Monty. I've, been, I've been watching a lot of baseball, the College World Series that's in Omaha. Oh, there you go, Bill. No, no, I'm glad you did. But they have a bar downtown, and they have a, a list of jello shots. Have you heard this story? No. Well, I, I've caught a little bit of it. Well, anyways, they basically made it sound like LSU was going to win this hands down. But one of their supporters of LSU bought 6,000 shots, jello shots, and basically anybody from LSU could come up and, and yeah. have them. So it cost him $30,000. What was the motivation behind that? <laughs> well, I guess they they give it to a some type of charity. So it works. Well, Char- at least there was a charity involved. Oh my goodness uh-huh. gracious! I thought this was just a last minute drunk decision. We're getting everyone wasted. It's all right. It's for a good cause. <laughs> 
but oh no paul that's like three or four <laughs> but, but uh you know I, I i did have one other thing here too i got did you see that they announced the hockey hall of fame entrance uh for going into this year well, who is it? I think I saw something about that. So I, I got a, I got a few here. I got uh, Henrik Lundqvist, uh, three goalies. Uh, you know, it was 2005, 2020 for the Rangers. 459 career victories. Uh, Pierre Turgeon, uh, he played from 1987 to 2007, 20-year run with the Blues, Sabres, uh, 34th on NHL's all-time points list, and had the most points among eligible players not currently in the hall. So he was a little bit overdue. Oh, ball found it. Success. <laughs> Uh, one of the two other goalies here, uh, Mike Vernon, 20-year career with the Flames and Red Wings, uh, won, won a Stanley Cup in 1989 with the Red Wings and another in 1997. Uh, and then we also had uh, Tom Barrasso, 20-year career, 83 to 2003 with the Sabres, Penguins, and Senators. Two back-to-back -back Stanley Cups with the Penguins in 91 and 92. And finally, Caroline... Ouellette, uh, Canadian Olympics women team, won four Olympic gold medals and never lost an Olympic final. Also racked up six gold medals and six silver medals in the world championships. And, uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Raven is commandeering Monty's chair here. He walked away. It's his fault. <laughs> Take it away, Raven. What, 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 what? Raven's in charge. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, we're all in trouble. I, I guess I'll just give a shout out to they. They did induct two coaches also. Ken Hitchcock, 22 years head coach, won Stanley Cups with the Dallas Stars in '99, and then uh, Pierre Lacroix was a Nordiques and Avalanche GM. Moved him from Nordique, from Quebec, turned him to the Colorado Avalanche. Won him Stanley Cup right in that first year, and then again several years later. So yeah, there you go. This year's Hall of Fame hockey class. Woo! Cheer button. Yes. Yes. Uh oh. Yep. Oh, yep. Oh, no, did I take your beer away? Yeah. <laughs> Monty's like, my beer! <laughs> my beer! <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's what that's what I got for your uh, little <laughs> hockey highlight. Uh, any other sports highlights from the weekend sports here? Hmm. For anyone before we wrap up. Well, other than the Cincinnati Reds and that 11-game winning streak and Ellie... Dela Cruz, anything you guys wow. want to know? Wow! Ellie Dela Cruz, and we talked about him a week or two ago. That guy is a five-tool superstar. He is—he is more talented than Aaron Judge. He won't—he—he's not going to hit more home runs than Aaron Judge. But this guy has a gun for an arm. He's—he's he's a switch hitter. He hits bombs out of the yard, and the Reds are on an 11-game winning streak. That. It's it's phenomenal, and they have. It's just not him. There 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 are other players besides the two, three, four guys behind him. That they the Cincinnati Reds are a small market team that are, they're doing stuff with their their farm system that the Twins couldn't even dream about. Uh, I see. Super Sox Steve was trying to get in something here too about the Reds. There. The only question I have is why did it take him so long to bring it up? Bring him up. <laughs> Super Sonic Steve was wondering, Monty, why it took so long for you to bring it up. It was in your title for the topic there, so we find we save the best no, no, for no. we save the best why for last. <laughs> well, the Reds, you know, and I, I brought it up, uh, I think off the top, those Supersonic before you got on that the Reds, the big Red Machine, Pete Rose and Johnny Bench and those guys, 
Oh, yeah. Morgan. They never Brad. had, an, in all the time they were together, they never had an 11-game winning streak. Oh, yeah. Morgan. Really? Yeah. That's that's how phenomenal this is. That, that's surprising. Oh, I know. That blew me away. The other thing, yeah. too, is Arise. Oh, Arise. 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 The, the Someone has named that. Arise. Luis Arise. Arise, my son. Sorry. What? And he's, a, he's a Miami Marlin. And they're in second place in their division. But he also is batting over 400 right now. And, and, and for the third time in, July, in, in June... He went five for five. Right. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking Stan Musial. We're talking Tony Gwynn. We're talking historically great hitters. The Maggio. I mean, yes, you're right. I mean, and, I and, watch highlights. That guy can go right field, left field. Yeah, no, I mean, he can guy, bunt. He can, he's not. He's not going to crush the ball out of the stadium, but he's going to hit anywhere he wants to hit. And the, the twins, the twins gave him up for what they thought was a starting pitcher. And and Lopez, kidding? it was an even up deal. Uh, Lopez is his last name. I don't know what his first name is. Pablo Lopez. Yeah, Pablo no. Lopez. And Pablo Lopez started out the season gangbusters the first couple weeks. Yeah, his last couple but, starts but has I'm been pretty talking, haphazard. I'm oh he he has been he's he, his ERA is four point four. His ERA is going to match what Arise's batting average is. Actually, he may not be too far off. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been he's 400. Been, yeah, and that would be something if he hits 400. Well, the thing is is he fell all the way down to three, 373, 353 and then he had yeah. a couple of monster games and brought himself back up to 400. And I'm like Raven, in the history of baseball, only one man has batted 400 in the last 80 years. Okay, that's quite the accomplishment. And that's where this guy is right now. Yeah. All righty. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Luisa Rice. Props to Luisa Rice. And, and he's, so they're talking about the, in all of sports, Supersonic Steve, in all of sports, the worst sports trade in the history of sports is Herschel Walker to Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. For, for all those draft choices and those players to the Dallas Cowboys. And one yep. and, and and another one of the worst trades in the history of sports is Rudy Gobert yeah, from the Utah say, yeah. Jazz to the Minnesota Timberwolves for the whole farm for for all their draft picks and four or five players. Yeah, yeah, for like yeah, a lot of their. And then he players. turned into a pumpkin when he got here. Yep. Oh my gosh, that yeah. was crazy. And, um. and and now we have Luis Arise for Pablo Lopez, who Pablo is going to be like. A forgotten name, and Luis Arise is going to be the next Rod Carew, the next Tony Gwynn, the next Ralph Gar. Well, he sure is on that path. Well, he won the batting title for the American League last year. Yeah, yeah. And now American he's batting League, yeah. 400 right now. Yeah, heck yeah. And, and so if this guy goes on to have a 10-year career. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like we had a good trade from for Pablo Lopez, but. We'll have to see. Hopefully, Lopez can turn it around. And I, had, I don't. I think we had any idea that uh, Arise was going to be this good. <laughs> well, going forward. I didn't like the trade when it happened. Yeah, yeah I don't I, know. A lot, of, a either, lot of people yeah. were like arguing the other way, but I never liked it when I ha it happened because I already had seen how 
injury-prone Byron Buxton was. Mm -hmm. The guy's got bum knees. Great talent, but, I mean, to me, he's, he's Sam Bowie. He's, he's, he's Brandon Roy. He's one of those guys. Well, Monty, I believe we are out of time here real quick here. So I, any, uh, I guess you want to send us home, wrap it up for us here? Uh, unless you got anything else? No? I have something else. Oh, go ahead. How is Rip, Steve? Oh, he made it through dog, Doggy College. Uh, he was a star, actually. He was number one in his class. Ooh, okay. And, uh, oh, yeah. No, uh, he's doing uh, really, really good. Uh, he's probably sleeping. He's, he's good at sleeping. Oh, yeah. He's, he loves to take naps. <laughs> it's a Frenchy thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, how's Char? Oh, she's, uh, she's probably with Rip right now, to be honest with you. I'm sitting out on the deck. A beautiful night, and uh, oh, you're sitting out looking at that sunset, drinking whatever you're drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got a you got a rough life out there. Oh yeah, I do. It's terrible. Yeah, I got a cap. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Well, I guess we're wrapping it up. So here we are from Greater Grand Forks County Fair with our sports show, the Fork Sports Highway. All these uh, crazy wild people running around. Anything else, Bill? I'm good. That's all I got, folks. Take care, bud. We'll Take- talk soon. Yes.